welcome to the Award Travel 101 podcast. My name is Richard Kerr, and in 2013, I started a Facebook group dedicated to teaching people how to travel the world using points and miles. Today, over 50,000 members of Award Travel 101 share, teach, and learn how to travel the world on any budget. This podcast is not only a recap of award travel news and strategy, but also a glimpse into my life of running a Facebook group full-time and the lives of our members. Before we start this week's episode, here's a word from our sponsor. Running a Facebook group of over 60,000 people means I get asked a lot of questions. One of the most common is, Richard, where are you always finding these cheap flights and these mistake fares? I feel like I'm always missing out. Never miss a deal again by using Thrifty Traveler Premium. This is over 80 international flight deals a month delivered right to your inbox. Sign up today. Try it for free at thriftytraveler.com slash AT101. Get deals like instant mistake fare notification for $238 round trip flights to Croatia. Filter the notifications you get based on your departure city and your surrounding cities. You can use points to book these fares like Amex Membership Rewards, Chase Ultimate Rewards, and you're going to get miles when you fly these amazing deals. They even send me SkyMiles flash sales so I never miss an opportunity to get free or cheap flights. Never miss a deal again. Thrifty Traveler Premium. Sign up today. Try it for free. ThriftyTraveler.com slash AT101. Welcome to another episode of the Award Travel 101 podcast. We had a week off last week as my wife Emily and I headed to Europe for our 10th anniversary. Had a great trip. One of our upcoming episodes is going to be Emily and I sitting down and sharing everything we learned and how we booked our trip, which included a lot of amazing flights and hotels. And it just makes me so excited about points and miles all over again every time we do one of those trips. Today, I'm talking all things car rentals. I get these questions all the time through email, Facebook comments, posts, and on the blog comments. People have so many questions about car rentals, and it's no wonder why these car rental companies sure have done everything they can. To make it a confusing and opaque process, you have things like, of course, pricing, but also lease status benefits. And we're going to go through car rental insurance and how to make sure you're covered in case something happens. Knock on wood, has never happened to me, but I just know it's going to happen the amount of times I rent cars. We're going to have an unfortunate situation and we want to make sure we're covered. After that, I sat down and talked to the co-founder of an app called Get Upside. Get Upside is one of my favorite new apps that helps you save on gas, just like when you rent those cars and you got to return it on full because I know all of you are excellent stewards of your finances and do not prepay for gas. That's not a good deal. So we're going to sit down and talk to Mr. Wayne Lynn about how he founded the Get Upside app, how it works, and it's really doing quite well. So let's get right into it here with car rentals. I'm going to start with pricing. This is what everybody wants to know. Of course, how do we find the best prices when I'm renting a car? It can be quite expensive, but there are a few things you can do to lower those prices. A few things overall when you're looking at car rentals is don't forget about one-way rentals. It can often be cheaper to do two one-way rentals instead of a round trip. I know that's not shocking information, but something a lot of people forget to check out. When they're headed to the old website there to find the prices. The next is if you cannot rent from an airport location, if you can take a shuttle somewhere, if you can take an Uber to pick up a car at a location that's close to the airport but not at an airport, you're going to save a lot of those fees. So I'm telling you, when you look at that car rental receipt or the checkout page and you see literally 12 different fees that all sound made up, right? Anything they can do to pad that bottom line, but those airport fees can be quite expensive. So always something that I take a look at and see if I can get away from the airport or even drop it off somewhere else, not at an airport. 
All right, so go-to strategies for finding the best price. A few of these you're probably going to be familiar with, right? So Costco Travel. It's actually where my sister just found her rental for this week in Denver. Costco Travel, for whatever reason, has been able to negotiate some pretty great rates with a lot of the uh, companies there. And uh, you need a membership. But if you head right there and search Costco Travel, good chance you're going to find a great price. Next, Autoslash. This company has done a lot of great work, and they've had a lot of good customer success stories lately, including with one of our moderators, Deb, who had a great experience with Autoslash when one of her rentals did not go well due to no fault at all of Autoslash, but due to the rental company over in Europe canceling her reservation, I think, a couple days before she was supposed to pick it up. But Autoslash works really uh, pretty ingenious. So you can go in there and find uh, rental prices. They give you the opportunity to check, hey, what kind of memberships do you have, credit unions, credit cards, do you have elite status, and uh, find you some pretty great prices. Uh, it's not going to be instant. They're going to send you an email typically within a few minutes with the, the best prices that they've found. And then you book it through them. And then what it does is you can register that booking with Autoslash, and it's going to cont- consistently look for a better price for your exact rental. If it finds it, they're going to email you, and you can go back through and rebook uh, your car rental at the lower price they found. So I always register my car rentals with Autoslash, and I can tell you they've saved me a ton of money. When you wake up in the morning, there's an email from them that says, hey, we found a cheaper price for your rental and like 100 bucks cheaper. It's pretty fantastic feeling. And uh, just really great guys running that service. If you have any problems at all, they're very responsive, uh, whether it's their fault or not, um, because they uh, go through third-party engines like Priceline or direct to the rental car company. Uh, they'll help you out. And it's really great to see the customer service that they have. And they're really great products uh, that they have now. So Autoslash is really typically where I start doing a lot of rentals if I'm not going to be going direct. So just like airlines, and hotels, it often is a good place to be in to book directly with a rental car company in case something goes wrong or you need to make a change. There's no additional customer service hoops to jump through. You can contact the rental agency directly, and that helps you sort it out. So I love booking directly with National. They've become my car rental company of choice for whatever reason, probably familiarity at this point, but also because I have the top tier status, um, which has a lot of great perks. All right. So when you're booking directs, Make sure that uh, you check any available codes to you. It's, it's complicated. It's just like three different codes you can put in on any car rental website uh, booking price. There's like a corporate code. There's a promo code. Um, and then there's uh, group codes or there's discount codes that they give you. It's an incredibly difficult process to become familiar with if you don't do it a lot. Uh, anytime you want to do a bonus that you see uh, often on a airline website where it says, hey, you're in 500 miles per rental, you got to put in the airline code and the promo code to make sure that you qualify for those miles. But then that's probably going to increase the price and you're going to be better off booking with a different code. You can head to websites like Flyer Talk and find all kinds of codes that are available out there. Um, and then there's actually a great website that lists uh, all the current car rental bonuses by airline program. I'll be sure to put a link to that in the show notes for today's episode. I usually give it a gander to see if there's anything great out there, but it, again, it just messes with the pricing. So um, one really great thing that a lot of people don't think about is checking your school's alumni association. If you went to a big school, a uh, large university, many alumni associations for whatever reason have uh, negotiated discounts with some of these rental car companies, and they can be quite significant. So check your employer, school you went to, alumni association, anything you can think of to see if anybody has negotiated a code. AAA, all that good stuff works, and it really does bring the price down. So finding a great price, 
Costco auto slash book and directs. If you have a code that's available to you, take a look at the promos that are out there to earn miles, but always be cognizant of the pricing. Next, we're going to move over to car rental elite status. You're thinking, what the heck? Why do I want car rental elite status? Those of you listening who have car rental elite status, you know why you want it. There is nothing greater in this world than walking up the flight, scooping up your bag or having your carry-on with you, skipping that massive line of people waiting to pick up their car rental and just going to the elite status row. You can pick any car in that row. The keys are in there. You jump in and you're out of the parking lot in less than five minutes while all these other poor Folks are standing in the massive lines of a Vegas or Orlando or Miami. Oh my gosh. You've seen those lines I'm talking about. So that is why I go after car rental elite status. And you're thinking, I don't get enough cars. How in the world can I get elite status? Well, there is a plethora of ways. That's right. A plethora of ladies and gentlemen, Southern boys bringing out the big vocabulary today of ways to get free car rental elite status mainly through your credit cards. We've got a great post up on the Award Wallet blog, how to get car rental elite status for free. It gives you a huge rundown. I'll be sure to put a link to this in today's show notes. But basically, if you have a World Elite MasterCard, and there's a lot of World Elite MasterCards out there, the Arrival Plus is probably the one you're most familiar with, but also the City Prestige and Thank You Cards, City American Advantage Executive World Elite Status, that, or Executive Card from City. Um, you get national status, you get discounts with almost every program, and it's a really easy way to get it done. Besides that, American Express Platinum cards, any of the Platinum family, Business Platinum, Schwab, Mercedes-Benz, which I think is no more, but any of the Platinum cards will get you a National Emerald Club Executive Membership, which gives you Emerald Club aisle access. And I'm telling you, if you've never done this before, go right now, sign up for your Emerald Club Executive Membership, get that status, and then book uh, it tells you really easy on the national website, hey, this is the cheapest price that you can book to have access to the Emerald Isle. I do it every time, and I have not waited in the car rental line in a couple of years, and it is absolutely amazing. If you have the Chase Sapphire Reserve or Ritz-Carlton Rewards cards, these are Visa Infinity cards. You also get Hertz 5-Star and National Emerald Club Executive uh, Membership. You can then start doing status match games. Car rentals play ball when it comes to doing status match. We have a paragraph here giving you the email address that you need to contact uh, between Hertz and National and Sixth uh, in order to status match and get uh, those benefits with these uh, car rental companies as well. Now, collecting points with car rentals, uh, Hertz used to be a good deal until they just massively devalued their program with no notice a couple of weeks ago. So I don't really see any point in collecting Hertz points anymore. That's right, no point in collecting Hertz points. Um, I typically go for airline miles or uh, with national, it goes by rental days. Uh, after you rent so many days, then you can get a free rental day. So that's still very useful. But if I'm renting with anybody else, I'll try and collect airline miles uh, instead. So go out there. Plenty of ways to get free car rental elite status. If you have airline elite status, many of them have partnerships with the different rental car companies. They automatically give you rental car status that matches your American or Delta or United Airlines status. And it just makes the whole airport process a whole lot more enjoyable. All right, so that's pricing, and then that's elite status. And last, the most common questions that we get, it can be confusing, is about insurance coverage when you rent cars. How do you know that you're covered in case something happens? A few things you need to know. One, buying insurance from the rental car company can make a lot of sense. It can be completely comprehensive, and you will indeed be covered, but it can also be very expensive. All right. 
My preferred way to get car rental insurance is through credit cards that offer primary collision damage waivers. CDW is the acronym that you're going to see quite often. Two kinds of coverage that credit cards will give you, and yes, you have to use the credit card to make the rental, is primary and secondary. Primary means if something happens, you can go right to the credit card company, and whoever they have as their third-party insurance provider will pay the car rental company for any damage to your car. Secondary means that it only covers what your personal car rental insurance will not, i.e. it's not really any good for you unless there's some kind of crazy limit that your personal insurance is not going to pay. So you want to use a credit card that offers primary collision damage waivers. This does not include anything with liability. You're never covered with liability with a credit card. That's going to be up to you. This only covers damage to your rental car. Some of it does include other things car rentals will charge you for, like loss of use, uh, meaning when the car is damaged, the rental car company can't use it to make money. They're going to charge you for that as well. Some of the cards will pay that. The benefits guide of your credit card, which can easily be found online if you didn't save it with quick Google, will give you full detail of this. And they've actually done a good job lately of making a language that you can understand and you can read. And comprehend what it's saying it does and does not cover so best cards that have primary insurance coverage chase sapphire preferred chase sapphire reserve united mileage plus explore believe it or not the american express platinum card and all of its different uh, varying ways do not offer primary uh rental car coverage so don't use an American Express Platinum rental card. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. MX really needs to do some work on the travel protections offered by the Platinum card. Others need to be aware of country exclusions. So uh, if you're in Israel, maybe Brazil, maybe Australia, maybe Ireland, for whatever reason, the laws of those countries, uh, the insurance provided by your credit card is not good there. And you probably need to be covered through the car rental company itself. Um, American Express does have an option where you can play pay a flat fee, I think it's nineteen ninety five for a rental of up to 42 days, and they'll cover absolutely everything. Again, no liability, but they'll cover everything uh, in case something happens. But it also does have country exclusion, so make sure you're aware of that. If you're going to use your credit card's coverage, you must decline the car rental coverage provided by the car rental company. So make sure you do that, that you decline anything that the car rental company offers. Your authorized drivers are also covered, but you need to list them on the rental agreement. So I always list my wife, Emily, on the rental agreement with National. Really easy to do. She's saved in the profile there when you log into National. So that way, if she's driving and something happens, she's also covered by my credit card. No liability again. Decline the car rental coverage. Make sure you're not driving in a country that's excluded. List your authorized drivers and your credit card with primary collision damage waiver coverage will cover you. And yes, we have had several stories in War Travel 101 and some pictures, unfortunately, of some wrecked rental cars, but the folks uh, were okay. They didn't have any personal injuries and they were pretty much able just to walk away and uh, chase uh, paid um, the car rental company back. Uh, I'm sure you have to go through a little bit of bureaucracy and paperwork, but the folks said it wasn't too bad. You can actually search in the group uh, for these stories. One guy, uh, we have a picture in the group, uh, totaled a Cadillac in Hawaii, and he basically walked away, and uh, Chase paid up. So it does work, and I'm glad to hear the stories, and I will continue running all my cars with my Chase Sapphire Preferred. should do every time. So that's all you need to know about car rentals in about 15 minutes. Again, practice is the best way to get good at this. Find those codes, become familiar with all the different boxes on those rental car agencies. If it's too much for you, just go to Costco or auto slash 
and I'm sure that those folks will take care of you. Here, after the break, I'm going to get right into Get Upside co-founder, Mr. Wayne Lynn, who is, he calls himself a really big nerd, but he's an incredibly smart gentleman. Uh, you'll hear me list his education and his background and some really amazing things. A few startups, one of which he just sold to Oracle, and then he and longtime partner from Google started Get Upside. I've been using this to save on gas for a couple months now. I think I'm up to 76 bucks that I've saved literally for doing nothing more than taking a picture of my gas receipt, putting it into the app. It continues to grow. They've just opened a second office in Austin, Texas. They were founded in D.C. And actually, Wayne was late to our call because he was interviewing somebody to join his team. He says, we need people so bad that uh, I can't uh, skip out or cut any interview short so we get a good quality folks. So great on them. Really excited to hear about the things that they're coming out with. You're going to hear Wayne talk about that. And it was a pleasure to sit down. And it's always awesome. I love sitting down with the people behind these apps and these programs we use all the time. It's, it's difficult to realize or to remember that there's actual people running these these things. And it's always amazing to get their insights. So we'll be right back with uh, Mr. Wayne Lynn's interview. Welcome back to the Award Travel 101 podcast, where I am joined by the founder of an app that has become very near and dear to my heart over the last couple months. Mr. Wayne Lynn is the co-founder and COO of Get Upside. Wayne, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having us, Richard. Uh, are you in D.C.? Uh, yes, I'm based in Washington, D.C. And I believe I read that Get Upside has just opened a second office in Austin, Texas. Uh, yeah, we're really excited about it. We opened uh, our office just a couple months ago in Austin. Um, it's our it's our first, um, or I guess our second major office in the United States, and so it was a, it was a big move for us. And we we're excited to uh, come to Texas and find all the great tech people in Texas to come join us. So before I get into uh, a few things that I found through the great Google machine, who used to work for, I believe, uh, let's give everybody a brief overview of what GetUpside is and how the app works. Sure. So GetUpside, we're a app that helps people save money on everyday purchases. Um, starting off with gas, um, we're live at close to 10,000 gas stations across the U.S. now, uh, but we also help people save money and make their money go further uh, at other everyday spend categories, such as um, restaurants and grocery stores. And so when people use the app, um, you download the app. It's a free app. You can get it on um, uh, through the Apple iTunes store as well as the Google Play store. Um, it's a free app. You download the app, and when you need gas, groceries, um, or you're looking for something to eat, you open up the app, and what you see is you see a whole bunch of offers um, all around you from different businesses that are trying to earn your business to get to get you to go to their location over someone else or to choose them. Um, and so you see a number of different types of cashback offers in the app. Um, the offers in gas can go up to 25 cents a gallon. Uh, in restaurants, it can go up to 35%. So these are big, uh, these are big amounts of cash back. Um, and at rest, and at, um, grocery stores can be up to 10 to 15% cash back uh, um, on your entire purchase at a grocery store. And so when you want, um, when you see something that's interesting to you, let's say you need gas, um, you claim the offer, um, you drive over to that location, uh, you make your purchase, you print the re uh, with a credit or debit card, um, you print the receipt, and then you snap a photo of it, just like any other expense app. Uh, once we get that receipt, we process it, we validate your purchase, and then we send you cash back within 24 to 48 hours. And you can get uh, the cash either into your PayPal account, mail a check, or use it uh, towards a gift card. Is that correct? Correct. So there's a couple different forms. Um, one thing that's important to note is, and this is one way we're different than a lot of the other apps that are out there, is that we have no minimum to cash out. So our point of view is that when you earn the cash back, it's yours. 
Um, and we want to get it to you as as efficiently and in, in the format you want. Um, and so you can tra- cash out through PayPal. Uh, we have a number of different gift cards available, um, as well as you can request a check and we'll mail you a check. Um, the one thing that there's no minimums to cash out. The one thing to note, though, at smaller amounts of money, it does cost us some money to send that money to you. Um, so at smaller amounts of, ca- uh, of of money, we do charge a small fee to cash out. But if you're above $15 or so, there's no there's no fees to cash out. So I'm looking at my account right now. I have $76.39 that you owe me. So thank you, first of all, for that. (laughs) And that's after only a couple months of using it here at a local BP gas station. So uh, this is uh, how I use it just for listeners uh, paying attention. There are three BP gas stations here in the South Atlanta area that are within five minute drive of my house. I go in, I see which one is offering the most cash back on a per gallon basis. So if you just see 25 cents, you're thinking, no, whoop, that's it's 25 cents per gallon, right, Wayne? So this is significant and it goes up to 50 gallons. Is that correct? Um, yeah, it's, it's up to 25 cents a gallon. And um, yeah, it's up to 50 gallons. And then once you have a few friends or family use your link to sign up, you're talking about more than 25 cents uh, per gallon. Correct. So one of the great things that um, we have is um, we have a referral program that's built in the app that just helps you earn more cash back um, when you're buying gas. So the referral program, uh, uh, there's various different forms of it. um, But when you refer your friends or family, basically they get a little bonus for signing up for the app. And when they they use the app for the first time, then you get a bonus on your next fill up. Um, And so we've had some uh, some folks like yourself, Richard, that have referred a large number of people. Um, and so sometimes when they buy gas, they actually get paid by us to buy gas. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think I am about at that point and looking forward to my next fill up here. So I'll go look at which BP station is offering the best offer. I'll click claim that offer. I head to that station, fill up, and then I scan a picture of the receipt into the app. And then assuming that I meet all of the different wickets, which GetUpside lays out for you before you scan the receipt. Hey, did you claim the offer beforehand? Does the purchase uh, receipt have like an address and all that stuff to make sure what I imagine is you have to make sure you're not getting um, fraudulent receipts or anything like that. Uh, the cash is added to my GetUpside account. And I can go through one of the different cash methods. So it's really great. I- I'm disappointed. I've only discovered it here in the last uh, couple months as a uh, I live in the Burbs now with two cars and two kids and activities and driving around can get quite expensive around here. Well, let's get into your background a little bit. You went to Northwestern and applied mathematics, followed by an MBA from Wharton. Is that correct? Um, yes, it is. Uh, basically, I'm a big nerd. <laughs> Congratulations. That's an outstanding resume to have. But uh, you went into Google and then you, uh, it looks like, founded a few companies. How does that kind of background end you up where you have co-founded an app that helps people get cash back on uh, monthly and everyday purchases? Yeah, um, that's a that's a really interesting question. It's a good question. Um, when I think about um, kind of the background that I've, that I've been very, very fortunate to have, um, kind of as you've mentioned, I've, I've been very lucky and privileged to um, have learned uh, at some great places and also have worked with at some great companies um, I'm seeing how different things are done in the internet and how technology is built. Um, one of the key themes, a couple key themes that have come through going through all those different experiences that led to GetUpside. Um, one of them um, for, for me um, and for the team here is that uh, we come from a background of internet technology, um, primarily from Google, where we built some of the largest advertising um, systems in the world. And one of the things we saw in the space online is that on, in the online space, um, everything's personalized for you. Um, when you go to a, when you go to Facebook, your Facebook experience is different than everyone else's Facebook experience. Your Amazon experience, e-commerce experience is different than everyone else's e-commerce experience. 
and that personalization and the ability to customize and tailor the experience for every um, person individually is very powerful um, for you as a consumer, but also um, you know these businesses and these tech companies are building this because it's also a very powerful business tool to help them run their businesses more efficiently and be more profitable. And so that's one key component that we saw that led to get upside, which is in the online world, there's all this personalization and measurement that's happening. In the offline world, when you walk into a retail store, for the most part, we're all treated the same. And um, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But, you know, and we're not saying that anyone should be treated better than someone else or another. But there is something about being treated differently um, and being rewarded for doing business with a specific um, business that you enjoy and that you like. So that's one part of it this idea of personalization. The second part came through um, experience working at Opower and some of the other startups that I started um, or companies that have started, um, which is um, the notion of creating behavior change. And so at Opower, um, our focus at Opower was on helping people save money uh, on their energy bills, specifically electric and gas bills with your, with your house. And what we did there was we helped people understand and put context around their energy use um, that then help them identify and change their behavior so that they would save money. And through, through our time at Opower, we help people save, um, I believe it was over a billion dollars um, uh, in their energy bills, um, given that we were working with tens of millions of people all over the US. Um, and so that notion of saving money on energy um, and also this notion of personalization kind of came together and culminated in what became GetUpside today, which is we're still focused on helping people save money in their everyday life. But we're also marrying it with the ability to help merchants and businesses run their businesses more effectively and, and efficiently through personalization um, so that it's a win-win for everyone. Consumers are, you get, consumers, we're all getting more value for our dollar. Our dollar is going further. And for merchants and businesses that we, and, and that we work with, we're helping them earn more profit uh, on every single transaction that we bring to their business. So getting into the business side a little bit of GetUpside, your goal is to help merchants attract more clients without having to spend a lot of capital themselves while at the same time as a consumer i save money and uh, from that relationship how does get upside uh make a profit yeah so our relationship in there is that um we work to connect con uh, consumers and businesses together um, and when we effectively do that um, and we show the business that we've done this in a way that's incremental to the business as in we're bringing them um, new business or additional business um, from an existing customer that they've never gotten before, at that point, we can show them, we can say, hey, well, we've done this for you. We've helped bring you more business, bring you more profit. And so our, our ask in return is that you share some of that profit for, with us. So um, for a lot of businesses we work with, this is really different. In the retail space, there's not really any other programs out there that are performance-based. We hold ourselves to a line where we don't make any money. We don't make any profit as GetUpside until we can help the business make profit. So our customers and our businesses come first. And when you as a consumer earn cash back, the business earns more profit, then we feel good. And then we take, uh, we share in some of that profit. It kind of leads me to my next question. Uh, you just said that it's pretty different for the retail space. So how do you get a station or a restaurant or a grocery store to partner with you? Yeah, so we talk, um, so the way we partner with different restaurants, groceries, or, or um, gas stations is, um, through a, a number of different channels, but primarily it's a sales conversation. Um, we get in touch with businesses that are, um, what, the one good thing about what we do is um, every business is always looking to earn more profit, right? Um, it's kind of fairly universal that everyone would like their business to be more profitable. Sure, myself included, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And our business model is built and our, and our pricing model is built such that it shows very, um, in a very uh, 
in a very clear fashion exactly how much profit we're bringing to the business we're working with. And so when we start talking to a, a merchant or a potential business that wants to join us, it's actually a very easy conversation. Um, there's no upfront fees. It's very easy to sign up. A, a business can sign up with us in about five minutes. Um, uh, with that, we uh, when we start working with them and we start bringing them customers, we then at that time show them the the business and the profitability of that customer, and then at that point in time, we we basically um, profit share with them. Um, so it's a pretty quick and easy process um, to get going with a with a with a new business with us. Now I know you're not going to share these numbers with me, but I would love to see the amount of business that we brought to local BP station here in my city with the number of uh, folks in the community I've shared this app with. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's pretty significant. BP should be sending you a nice gifts or something. <laughs> Wayne, it seems like you and your partners there are typically on the cutting edge of things. Like you just said, you've expanded so fast that uh, you have to open a second office in Austin. Can you share maybe some of the next transformations or innovations that you're working on uh, with GetUpside, uh, what you might have planned down the pipeline in the next six months to a year or so? Sure. Um, there's a lot of exciting things coming down the, the pipe that, um, that we'd love to share. Um, so the, the biggest one for us is that today we're live at about 10,000 locations across the U.S. We're available in 31 states. Um, while that's really big and it's really strong, it's, it's one of the biggest networks of, of um, fuel locations available um, to earn fuel rewards at. Um, we want to be bigger. And so our, our target for this year is to be nationwide, to be available in all 50 states in the U.S., um, and, to, and to roughly triple the, the network of gas stations that GetUpside works at. Um, and so we're, we're well on our way of achieving that. And so hopefully by the end of this year, um, all your listeners uh, all over the U.S. Um, can, part- can join us and, and, and hopefully earn some cash back. Um, and so that's taking up a lot of our time and focus, not only from a uh, network business development perspective, um, but also there's a lot of engineering and product development work that goes into supporting um, the scale that happens when you're live at so many locations and, and you have millions and millions of consumers um, interacting and using your app. Um, so that's one big thing that's coming. Um, other areas that we're focused on are also continuing to grow out um, the restaurant and grocery uh, uh, locations in our app. So there's a lot of work happening there. Um, uh, today, there's several hundred restaurants available in the app, but, but in the sh- near future, we'll, we'll probably be in the thousands of locations um, with different types of restaurants in the app, which will be really exciting. Um, and uh, and then lastly, we're, we're also constantly thinking about how do we make the experience uh, more and more frictionless, so making it easier for consumers to use. And so one of the big things happening there is um, we're, we are getting ready to launch a version of our app um, where you no longer have to upload a receipt, but you, you essentially just connect your credit card to the app. When we detect the purchase happening with the merchant, uh, we then just process that transaction and give you cash back. There's no more um, remembering to print the receipt, um, snap a photo of it, and then waiting for that to process. That's really great to know because as you probably also recognize half the times I try and print a receipt at the pump, uh, it says you have to go inside and <laughs> it's always like, dadgum it, I need to do that stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's, a lot of people don't, uh, you know, a lot of people don't print out receipts and save them. And so it's just a little bit unnatural, uh, especially in gas. And so anything we can do to make that easier and faster, um, you know, we're excited to do. I'm looking forward to that uh, myself, as well as if you need some great restaurant recommendations in the Atlanta area to add to your app as soon as possible. I'm your man for, for that uh, happening down here in my area. 
got it. Yeah, I'll definitely follow up with you after on that. Got a final question for you that uh, is going to be great answers to my users and also to myself because we are such nerds in the loyalty space, cash back, saving money, points, and miles. How does GetUpside feel about stacking your program with some of the other ways that are out there to save money, like a fuel rewards or like a True Now app or other ways to get uh, discounts at the pump? So we feel good about people stacking rewards with other programs. Um, the way we, the reason why we feel good about that is because the, with the businesses we work with, uh, we actually work with them to detect the different types of um, uh, rewards that are being used, and then we basically deduplicate them. Um, and so what I mean by that is, if you use fuel rewards and get upside together, um, you can earn cash back or you earn a rebate from both places. The one thing we do do though is that if um, we subtract out the value of the other of the other program you're using from the GetUpside offer. Um, and the reason why we need, need to do that is, is it goes back to our fundamental promise that we're, we have with consumers and merchants, which is we're working to help everyone win here. Right? We're, helping to, we're working to help the consumer earn as much cash back, get as much value as possible, but it needs to be done in a way that's sustainable and that from a business perspective also makes sense for the merchant. And so um, you can imagine in cases, lots of places don't allow stacking or lots of different programs don't allow stacking because when you stack, it can end up with the merchant or the business losing money on, on you and your, on your purchase or your transaction. Um, and since we have the ability to see all the different stacking that's happening and take it and basically account for it all, um, we can still give our reward um, when the, our reward is big enough. Um, and then everyone can basically maximize the value they're getting out of the program. And we still honor... Uh, our merchant um, uh, commitment to help them um, profit and succeed. I'm glad to hear that. Probably one of the most common questions that I've had about GetUpside is, uh, are we able to stack? So there's the answer right there from the co-founder and CEO that they don't have a problem with it, but he might be adjusted to ensure that their commitments are honored. Wayne, I really appreciate your time today and the information. I, for one, am very happy that you went out and founded GetUpside, and I'm looking forward to the more seamless experience coming uh, soon where you don't have to upload a receipt anymore ladies and gentlemen a lot more to come on this episode of war travel 101 wayne have a great day in dc and thanks for your time again great thank you so much richard we'll be right back here on the war travel 101 podcast the award travel 101 podcast is brought to you by thrifty traveler premium over 80 international flight deals a month delivered right to your inbox never miss a cheap flight or a mistake fare again Sign up today for free at thriftytraveler.com slash AT101. My thanks to Wayne for jumping on and talking to us. I wish him all the success. We're going to have the link to sign up for Get Upside in today's show notes. We're going to start a new segment here to end our episode, which we're going to do every week. It's called the Redemption of the Week. So many of you have put amazing points and miles redemptions in the group that I want to highlight one of these each and every week. And uh, we're going to start with this and our very inaugural first redemption of the week is from War Travel 101 member, Miss Linda Russell. And I had to read this twice because I was uh, so impressed with it. I wanted to make sure I had it right. But uh, Linda and her husband flew from South Florida to Sydney, United Polaris Business, Saver Awards, 80,000 miles per person each way. So she spent 320,000 United miles and $231 in fees to fly live flat seats from Florida all the way down to Sydney. That's a pretty good deal. But here's the, <laughs> I had to read this twice. Here's what I had to read twice. She stayed at the Hilton Sydney for 18 nights for 705,000 Hilton points. That's less than 40 points per night. Remember, you get fifth night free when you're redeeming Hilton points if you have any elite status 
They were upgraded to a suite. They had diamond status, and that means that they also had executive lounge access. So, Linda, Russell, well done. Redemption of the week. That's a solid one to start off with. There are two folks, live flat seats to Sydney, and 18 nights in the Hilton, Sydney, for 705,000 Hilton points. Hey, do me a great favor. Go and rate our podcast wherever you subscribe. We're on all the different platforms now. And uh, it really means a lot to me. Thanks so much for listening. We're going to be back next week. I think it's going to be Emily and I talking about our trip to Europe. I hope everybody has a great week out in points and miles world. We'll catch you next time.